0: okay so and here is another one um it has been probably a couple days late but I mean I guess we shouldn't really like split hairs on that one but who really cares I mean it's always great time to spend on anime and such anyway so uh over the past week I've been um reading like I'm always reading chainsaw man actually i've probably talked about it before i most definitely have talked about it before but chainsaw man is just it's fucking great i can't really like express enough how much i love this series um if if you're not following it really simply uh, chainsaw man is about this kid that ends up becoming empowered by this quote-unquote chainsaw devil and he has, like, chainsaws in his hands and in his, in his arms, his arms and face. And it's really fucking cool. And ultimately, like, the whole goal is um, he becomes part of this devil hunting, um, devil hunting society, I guess. And um, ultimately, throughout the course of the series, the main plot is to ultimately find and kill the gun devil. A devil so powerful that, like, it's that um, anytime it's ever, like... Anytime his presence has ever been, um, anytime it's just been around for even just seconds, it causes mass catastrophe on a scale that no one's ever heard of, like leveling cities within just thirty seconds. And guess where we are with the latest chapter? Well, not the chapter that came out today. I'm gonna read that later. But um, in the latest chapter, the Gun Devil's finally been revealed, along with a lot of other like really crazy twists. I'm not gonna spoil. But the Gun Devil, it basically is one of the scariest fucking things ever because um the thing about chainsaw man with the devils they're all powered by um they're all powered by the fear that that we humans have for various things so there's a fear there so obviously there's a violence devil um angel devil we'll get into that differently (laughs) uh future devil darkness devil um sword devil and then gun devil and obviously um with it being very fucking topical, of course the gun devil would be like one of the more powerful, like demons would be one of the most powerful devils possible so much. So that it can literally cause like death within like from almost any, from almost anywhere. And, um, in a really, and so just to kind of like, um, explain how this went in a really, really, really like fucked up and like scary scene. Um, there's this um, choir going on, and it's um, what, maybe just somewhere, I can't remember, I think it was like off the cut, somewhere in Japan, but there's this um, choir, and then next thing you know, you just start seeing like, bullets flying through, you start seeing the bullets flying through the window, and every single member of the choir dies, and then we cut to the, um, and as this whole thing is happening, there is a list of every person's name that the gun devil is like responsible for killing, and so, next thing we see, we see the gun devil hovering over like, hovering over the ocean, and, and there's a there's a title there's a little um, subtitle that reads the gun devil's, like maybe like uh, what a thousand kilometers like offshore, and as you're still reading this, there's still names popping up and popping up and popping up. The list just keeps growing longer and longer and longer, and it's fucking terrifying how just. Um, just how like these people are like dying without any like real like rational know-how and it's it's just fucking crazy and um this is just kind of like how effective um Chainsaw Man is with like not just its horror but just with its ability to kind of tap into let's say like topical issues and just things that we all ultimately like feel at some point you know uh, because the biggest thing that it handles well is that of fear. Um, I actually said it originally how like each devil is like powered individually by how much um, the concept they embody is feared. So um, someone like the Darkness Devil is a primordial being that has that um, basically, if you see it, you're probably gonna die. And that's a uh, really fucking crazy. <laughs> but um, the series goes in like really like nuts places, and it's always kind of going left and right and. Man, if there's anything I can say positive about 2020, it's just that um, Chainsaw Man uh what, second or third year is still going strong, and it's still, like, proven to be really good. I don't know if it's ever going to be able to really, like, um, I don't know if it's ever going to be able to, like, rival something like My Hero in terms of just, like, um, series longevity or even, like, Demon Slayer Prompt's Neverland because it's only, like, it still hasn't hit 100 issues. It's still, I think it just hit 75 um, it still hasn't hit like a hundred chapters. It's still like seventy-five, but I mean that's totally fine for the quality that we're getting. Like it's fucking amazing, and I can only hope that when the time comes, if it ever does come, that we that if we that we get an anime adaptation and that it's just as good as the series because it is fucking phenomenal. The only like really downside I can say about it is just like outside of just the fact that I don't know if it can last more than like say a hundred chapters or so, but it's proven to have like enough twists and turns that i feel the uh, manga could really could find some to stretch this out for as long as possible and honestly that's kind of a bad thing in most cases but to get more chainsaw man i'd be totally okay with it but outside of that the um only real issue i can say about it is just that the artwork sometimes is um not it's not terrible but it's kind of obvious sometimes that um like, uh, character designs will be kind of off. Like, the neck will be, like, tilted a bit too much or too long. Um, it's just, like, stupid things like that. Where it's just, um, where, uh, you can tell that, like, um, where you just kind of wonder if the art was, like, any good at any point. But very much like Attack on Titan, the series, um, the series looks good when it wants to. And then, um, other times it may just be, like, passable. But... Chainsaw Man is definitely one that I can't, that I can hardly recommend at any given time because it's just fucking amazing and there's so much to it. And because I'm pretty sure I've talked about this before in a previous podcast, I don't really want to like get too much into it. I've already talked enough about it. Anyway, um, and these are just like a couple like random anime I've started and actually really into. Uh, Number one is Kakushigoto. Um, Kakushigoto is basically this anime about this uh, mangaka who um, hides his job from his daughter, because his daughter is like a young, I think seven seven years old? His daughter is like a s- seven years old, and um, uh, he's embarrassed, and rightfully so, because he doesn't want his daughter to find out that he's not only a but a hentai artist. And so how weird would that be to have uh, parent-teacher conferences and say your dad's a porn to, that your dad's a fucking porn writer but um, as it turns out he's also super popular which makes his life even harder because it's such a fan favorite by even his um by just about everybody in his town it's really hard for him to hide it so he has to go to great lengths of like dressing up as like a businessman and pretending to walk to some fake office and then going a longer way all the way back around to his office with his manga assistants and everything he even has his um, daughter's teacher in on it so that if any so that if any kids bring up like, hey, what's your dad's profession? Like, she can like automatically like shut it down <laughs> and avoid all that. But it's actually a fun and oddly kind of cute series just because it's um it's really just about a dad trying to do anything he can to make sure that his daughter has a happy life and also just because he seeks her approval and love and he doesn't wanna really like have any way and he doesn't want to like do anything to make to embarrass himself or like like ostracize or ostracizer and it's it, it's really cool i've only like um, an episode in but um i'm actually really like interested to see where the series goes like it could possibly maybe touch on things like um it could possibly touch on things like um just embarrassment obviously <laughs> uh i'm kind of like pooped out some my mind's not a lot there today. Um, but it could basically go, like, the sky's the limit is what I'm saying. Like, the series could go, like, a lot of places. And it's not, like, super sappy, but it is funny. And uh, th- that's really what I'm, um, like, excited about. Um, I do kind of hope the series touches on um, the idea of, like, secrets and family life and what that means. To so kind of, like, hide something from a loved one or family member that you feel would, like, harm them only because you like love them. Because that's something that we all kind of that's something that we all honestly like have. Like for people we care about, there's always gonna be something that we feel they may like hate about us or that they may disagree with that we wanna like just keep to the back and something that we're kind of even just ashamed of at times. And that's something I kinda of relate to a lot and that's another I'm not really gonna get into but um that's something that I just kind of find, like, really endearing about the show, um, all in all, I mean, it's, it's actually pretty funny, too, like, um, he had this, uh, he had this weird, qu- like, the, yeah, main character, uh, Ka- uh, his name is Kakushigoto, they're both called Kakushigoto, and my dumbass cannot remember their, um, uh, <laughs> their, uh, first names, but anyway, um, uh, the, adult kaku Shigoto, the uh the manga writer one he um i believe it's kind of, fuck it it doesn't matter um <laughs> uh the like it has like little funny quarks like there's um like it turns out he used to have this quirk where um he would draw manga naked and his assistants really hated that but he eventually like got better about it and now he just does it in like shorts and a t-shirt and that that's hilarious there's even um a bit in one of the episodes where um where the little girls travel, venture off into, um, let's say, uh, hipster land, or just, like, where the coffee shops are, and, um, just because they've been told all these, like, scary stories about it, so they can avoid them, so they can avoid from going there, they get there, and they're freaking out over all these, like, minute things, like, bitter drinks, uh, like, coffee, or people just kind of hunched over on their laptops and things, thinking they look like, trolls, and it's, it, it's funny, and it's kind of cute, and it's hilarious, but, um, yeah, definitely. Kakushigoto is one that um, I I fully plan on getting back into, and just because it's it's a fun series. Um, like, cause I'm kind of over like a lot of um, Shonen. Um, not not over over, cause I mean shit. There's nothing more exciting than seeing like really dramatic battles for no reason. But all in all, um, the thing that I'm just kind of over is just um, just seeing the same thing. Like, I just want to see something new. I want to see something that I haven't seen before. I'm not. I'm not, like, um... I'm not completely against seeing something that doesn't have, like, massive shounen action or anything. So, Kakushigoto is definitely one of them. And speaking of something that's, uh, shounen adjacent, like shounen battle adjacent, there is Kaguya-sama Loves War. Anybody that's, like, really into anime, especially over, like, the past year or two, has probably already told you about this. But Kaguya-sama Loves War is, like, a really, really great series, too. Um... That series is basically about um, the main character kaguya and her um, and her student body president. Um, I cannot remember his name. God, I'm bad at names. Uh, okay. Anyway, uh, the main two characters are these two like are these two rich kids that ultimately um, are these two like prideful rich kids that are like the top of their class, and everybody believes that they make a great couple. Um, even that even the two of them do. But the issue with the two of them is that they both believe that <laughs> they both believe that love itself is a war title. Um, they both believe that, that love itself is a war, and that whoever like admits to love first, it, whoever submits the idea of love first or admits their love first, ultimately compromises their position of power. So they're just stuck in this weird cold war of trying to get each other to do these of trying to get each other to express their love for one another first. So there will be things like, um, so there will be things like, um, Kaguya is trying to, is trying to find some way to, um, share her lunch with, um, with, with the, with her classmate in a way that, uh, makes him like fall in love with her or admit his love. Or there's just this weird, or there's just this weird and goofy encounter of trying to see who asks, uh, trying to see whom asks who, I probably use that wrong. Trying to see who asks who to a date first. And it, it, there is this whole little interactions with that, and it's kind of split up in, like, um, in the, say, like, in one episode, probably has, like, four, I'd say about, like, three to four different little encounters across an episode, so that it kind of feels, like, really, like, fast-paced, and, like, you're never just kind of stuck on one thing, but um, I'm only about three episodes in, but I actually really enjoyed the show, and I feel like it's definitely one that's um, super fun to get into. And I really do think, um, it's definitely one to check out, especially in terms of, especially in terms of something that's not, um, specifically shown in battle, but if you like something like Jojo's or, um, you know, if you like something like Jojo's or even like Death Note to see kind of like, if you're all about like the mind games and such, it, it it's the, um, it's a less dramatic one and more fun, but in that same realm. And, um, speaking of something dramatic, I have been reading Uzumaki today, the horror manga by Junji Ito, the fucking master of horror manga, and just, like, really fucked up, like, uh, body horror, and just all sorts of horror in general, um, for Uzumaki, the general, uh, the total, um, idea of the story is that, um, this town is kind of gripped by this man. was gripped by this mania of like spirals, and it just grows deeper and deeper and deeper as the series goes. It just starts out where the um, characters' eyes are just spinning uncontrollably, to their bodies are contorting uncontrollably, and it seems to be like this much bigger thing. And um, seriously, like any like if you ever like read anything about um, Junji Ito or just heard anything anyone talk about him. One of the things about Junji Ito is not just his meticulous art and insane like body horror, but um, he de- is that uh, he definitely has this restraint when it comes to the hows and whys. Um, even Uzumaki had kind of a um, pretty like it had a pretty like succinct like how all this is happening, but still there wasn't no why, and that's one of the things that kind of hampers like horror media constantly is that the minute you pull back the curtain as to why, say like Michael Myers is doing what he's doing or what the uh, Baba Duke is, like it becomes immediately a lot less scary. because um, very much like um, Ito's own inspiration, um, very much like someone that inspired Edo, um, um, HP Lovecraft, like the scariest thing, the scariest thing is fear of the unknown. And so the minute we start, like, learning what something is or how something works, it becomes a lot less scary. I mean, think about it. Even something like fire probably scared the cavemen, like, millions of years ago. And yet, like, now that we, like, have a better understanding of it, it's not exactly terrifying. Like, even something as small as that can be, like, really scary if there's no real knowledge. I mean, even just, uh, like, a more personal note, even just as kids, like, all sorts of things are fucking scary like um <clears throat> like uh for me uh, <laughs> uh it wasn't until um I kind of like found out how like CGI worked that I thought like really bad special effects like the monster from Mortal Kombat Armageddon was fucking terrifying even though it was just a digital creation that could not harm anybody except uh that movies um except that movies overall perception and time in the day and time it was made but Um, yeah, that's kind of the whole gist of uh, Uzumaki, and uh, it's super hard to kind of explain, just because there's so many, like, crazy great things about it, that it's really just, it's one that it's one that you have to check out, like it's a a masterpiece, bonafide and it's it's a great read, and it's become one of my favorite magazines that I've purchased, and um, yeah, I'm actually gonna have to get more of his, uh, (laughs) I'm gonna have to get the rest of his uh, bibliography, actually, because it's all good and I believe he's still working today. I mean, it feels like minecraft are just these individuals that have such passion, they sometimes never stop working, which is great, but it's also bad for other reasons. Um but yeah, uh, Uzumaki is definitely one to check out, especially if you're like a big horror fan, especially if you're like a huge Lovecraft fan like me. Because um, it because that's definitely like a part of it. Like uh, Uzuma, Uzumaki. <laughs> Uzumaki definitely like taps into these like really strange and weird ideas. And um, just the basic premise of it is that there is no there's no true answer. Even the answer you do get is one shrouded in mystery that it just makes it all the more scary. <laughs> and oh man, it just it just take a Google for Uzumaki. That's U-Z-U-M-A-K-I. And um, just take a Google for any of the um, imagery, and that should probably like tell you everything you need to know about it, <laughs> and or at least like get, get your foot in the door if you want to check it out. But definitely, Uzumaki is a great one. Now, uh, I kind of saved this one for last because um, I'm definitely gonna have to do a second episode on this because I don't want to um, spoil like the entire thing, even though it's been long enough. It's probably out there in the ether, but hey. Uh, the Last of Us 2. This is gonna be really fucking quick. Um, it's an okay game. I said it. It's an okay game. I, I never really had that much appreciation for the first one. Still don't. The second one I can I can honestly admit that I got this solely like out of solidarity for um, Naughty Dog because it seemed like they were doing something good with um with a you know diversity representation and then there was we all know about it big old leak that have in the story, and then the worst side of gaming kind of came out, and the worst side of gaming is still, like, getting worse because of their reception to this game, and, um, and so I got it out of solidarity just because everyone was being, like, transphobic, homophobic, like, basically the worst types of people, and that's not the gaming community entirely, and they were just being fucking awful, I honestly just said, hey, I don't have any interest in this game, but... Naughty Dog is at least trying to do something positive, so I'm gonna get this. And then, um, I got it, and it's, this is honestly just my issues with The Last of Us in general. I was still kind of, like, pissed at certain things. Like, it's just, um, my issue with The Last of Us has never really been something about, um, it's never really been anything, like, insane. It's just, I never felt it was, like, the greatest story ever told in a video game. And I feel like that's kind of wild. It was, like, on a weird side whenever it came to this came to discussion about the game but um the first one I definitely feel is kind of like average I definitely feel like if it just came out yeah like medium it probably wouldn't have been as like groundbreaking but but again like um all the um cast like did a fucking amazing job like they're world-class actors like honestly like voice actors and motion captioning actors Like, they deserve all the accolades possible for this because they fucking are great. Like, I don't know why we haven't seen Troy Baker, Ashley Johnson, Laura Bailey, um, Nolan North in any, like, big-budget Hollywood feature yet. Um, it's probably something really shitty, but, um, hey, anyway, um, but they're great actors. and I mean, that still, like, extends to, um, that still extends to this game. They're still really good but the issue comes in, like, the character writing and just the writing in general. Um, I said I'm going to, like, keep this, like, really light and, like, like no, like, actual spoilers. just general ideas. Um, but The Last of Us 2, um, it's just a refinement of what came before. There's still, like, um, like, Ellie can swim now. Um, what is it? The open world environments are a bit... the oh, Not the open world environments. The uh, level design is a lot bigger, and that's actually really cool. It is actually harkens back to, uh, it actually harkens back significantly to, um, say, uh, the Evil Within two, how that like had a semi-open, how that had a semi-open world in certain parts, and you could like easily run into like various encounters and have all that unfold. And, um, and the Last was Us two, some of it was kind of just like all, none of that like really happened too much, there's one in particular that I think everybody kind of ran into, which is fucking awesome, and that's the um, uh, there's a certain workbench if you, um, there's a certain workbench that you run into, and um, you end up, like, uh, like any other time you're using a workbench, you're trying to upgrade your guns, and suddenly there's somebody that just fucking comes out and fucking decks you while you're doing it and next thing you know you're just into a fight with like four or five other people like that was fucking cool like, if the game had more moments like that, I probably would fucking love it, but... Um, that's kind of the thing, is that... Um, there were times where it just kind of felt like it was checking boxes for certain things, and... It, it's it's fine. It's not a horrible game. Like, it's nowhere near as bad as some people probably say, but I also don't think it's the greatest thing ever. Um, I'm probably gonna be the only person that says this, but... Um, yeah, I mean, for... It's probably not worth 60 bucks. Like, probably try to get it for 40 if you can. But um, that's probably not going to happen because it's selling insanely well. So, (laughs) um, but all in all, uh, the game, it's fun. The game is fun. And that's also another issue that I'll get into uh, later. I'm definitely going to take some time to do that one. But, um,. Yeah, The Last of Us Two, it's 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 a fun it's a fun game, but it's also a game that's kinda of plagued the issue, specifically like in, in the case of pacing. And it's just kind of hard to kinda of get around some of that and just the writing itself, despite um, the accolades it has received, I feel it has like some issues and nothing, um, and uh, it's this is not in any way for the reason that people think it is. Um, I really think anyone that's kinda of upset about um, the first part of the game is kind of fucking insane like but anyway uh yeah so uh definitely look out for that uh, sometime this week uh you i'm i'm <laughs> like it's probably gonna come out really fucking soon if i'm being honest but um yeah so thank you for listening if you have and yeah i will catch you later follow me on twitter uh crimson clouds 13 or follow me on instagram at crimson Clouds Podcast. And, just there i kind of just update with like little fucking widgets and shit about uh, <laughs> I it's kind of update like little pictures of like what i'm reading what i'm watching or playing and yeah usually this is kind of like the main place to kind of if you want to like say hi like shoot me a, a message or something but yeah so that's that and uh we'll see you guys soon